Video Gamer Podcast number 430. I am your host, Josh Wise, joined as ever by Rich Walker. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm alright. I'm, well, I'm ill. I'm sort of... I've got a bit of a cold, which is rubbish. Um, slight hesitance there in the how are you. Like you had to sort of process the question. I did, I did yeah. a bit. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like just this morning, mm. sort of just on the edge of a... like. You know when a cold is kind of in the post sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, haven't, you haven't fully got it yet, but you're like, oh, well, that's really annoying because that's the next couple of days will be a bit shitty. Um, yeah. But yeah, I had a good weekend, right? My uh, my dad came to visit, which is lovely. Have a, you know, nice. bit of a bit of a catch up, bit of a wander as well, mm-hmm. looking around book, mm-hmm. book, bookshops and that. You'd, you'd, you, I think you'd get a kick out of our days, you know. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's right on my street, that sort of thing. DVD shops, bookshops, yeah. Blu-ray shops, as people say Love nowadays. Um, you know, stopping for coffee and, 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 and I had some nice food as well, right? Oh, but uh, it, all in all, day. a bloody good... Oh, oh, and we went to the cinema as well. Um, what did watch, you say again? Pretty sure uh, you told candy me. Candyman. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. C- canny. Can the Candyman. Can. can the Candyman can. Yeah, he can. He can, actually. Um, oh, it was okay. awful. It was awful. Oh, no, really? <laughs> yeah, really was bad. It? <laughs> it oh. was, yeah, I thought it was terrible. Um, yeah, Shit. but we'll get on to that. First things first, right? We yeah. um, went into uh, went, went into a nice little, uh, little cafe uh, yeah. just for breakfast at the beginning of, I think it was a Saturday or the Sunday. Can't remember. Wait a minute. I, I feel a complaint coming on. Uh oh. This is, you're gonna no, something bad happened, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, no. yeah. And and when it happened, I sort of thought to myself, Oh, thank God I've got the podcast because <laughs> you know I can <laughs> you I can uh, that that's an outlet for me and hopefully yeah. other people. So went into this little place, little panini and a coffee, right? Well, first of all, yeah. I didn't notice the sign outside that said it was Illy. You know the brand of coffee, Illy. Yeah. Yeah, is that bad? H- hate it, miserable, milky really? shit. Hate oh, it. Dear, I yeah. Didn't know if that. I ever, yeah, yeah, it's like the blandest. I'll take Lavazza over that. If I ever see any places doing Illy, I'm I'm out of there. You know. Oh no. Um, did, oh, this isn't good it. for Illy. This isn't this no. isn't good publicity for <laughs> license to Illy. No, it's not. Sorry, Illy. Um, <clears throat> you know, if you want to send me some stuff to change my mind, feel free. But um, it's it's not bloody likely. Um, so so that wasn't a great start because I didn't you know. But we'd sat down and I thought, well, look, you know, it's not not the worst thing in the world. It's just a bland cup of coffee. Yeah. And I ask for a couple of uh, panini. One for my dad. Got the uh, mozzarella and tomato option. He's loving that. Um, <laughs> I went for the... I was like, I can have the ham and cheese, please. She was like, yeah. Sure. Uh, it was half yeah. an hour. It was fully <gasps> just half an hour. Uh, we were just sat there with the coffees, and it got to like 20 minutes, and I was like... Hold on, this is for what? a couple of paninis? Yeah, yeah. I shit you was not. It like two, was it busy? Was it busy? We Well, oh, it was... Dear. We got them just at opening. It was like 10 in the morning, and they opened right. at 10. We, we rocked up at like 5, 10 past 10. And my dad was like, oh, well, you know, they've just opened up and that. You know, maybe it's... We'll give them, give them a little bit of, you know, mercy on that. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there was there was a, a a mum and a dad outside with a baby. They were sat on the chairs outside. But me and my dad were like the only ones in. So yeah. you know, I sort of thought, well, uh, well, two paninis shouldn't cripple the whole operation. You know, that's, that's should not. be fine, right? Um, What's that bread and butter? <laughs> yeah, well, very nice, very nice. <laughs> but 
there was a, a young member of staff in there, must have been sort of 17, 18, and they mm. were being shown the ropes kind of thing, which... Oh, well, it, yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's sad because it's like, well, they have to be shown the ropes, but also I do not want to be the test case for that, you know? But also I want to show them what happens when you cross Josh Wise. So you <laughs> shouted at him in his face. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, <clears throat> I didn't cause a got scene. got up in his grill. Oh. I did. Okay, that's good. That's good to I'll say in advance, I didn't cause a scene, right? Um, <clears throat> so this thing takes half an hour as they're training this yeah. new person, and it gets it gets over there. It first of all, it's a ciabatta, not a panini. So that's some. Oh, like, sorry, well, right, okay. You, you know, I was thinking to myself, well, you know, it's all it's all breaded goods, isn't it? Is I the mean, toasting not... going on? Uh, yeah, yeah, Any yeah, yeah. Toast, yeah. Bit of toasting involved. All right, well, that adds, you know, a little but bit of time. That's all. That's all right. Yeah, there's tomato in there though. Okay. So that's that's annoyed me. So so I looked at the menu and I was like, so there's a ham and cheese panini, and then at the bit above yeah. that, there's a ham, cheese, and tomato uh, ciabatta. So they just switched it. They just sort of swapped it up, basically. Right. Um. And I don't not like tomato. Like it's got its place. I like it on pizzas. I like it in a fry up. I like it in a BLT. Um, but you didn't order it. But I didn't order it. Uh, so mm. it's kind of. <laughs> And my dad was like, you could pick the tomato out. And I was like, mm, yeah, it'll still just taste like tomato. Like, I can do that, but that's, you know, that's not good. Yeah. But he'd almost, he was wolfing I'm, I'm his with dad you on this. J- yeah. It leaves, like, leaves behind seeds and juice. And it? like and zest like, I don't, and stuff. I don't, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I wanted that, I would have ordered it, right? But the thing yeah, is, because yeah. it had already taken half an hour, and Dad had almost finished his panini, and actually his cappuccino as well, I just said to him, well, I've already paid at the till, and I can't be bothered, like, sending this back. I mean, Christ, imagine if it's another half an hour. Let's just go. We'll go, we'll go elsewhere. Because, you know, he, he, and he was like, yeah, fine. So we just walked out yeah. of there. I'm never going, never going back to that place, by the way. But like oh, rubbish. Oh rubbish. I won't. I won't name and shame. Obviously. No. But good. 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 Yeah. They were. They were rubbish. They were absolutely hopeless. Um, <clears throat> went to another place. Right. Again. Won't name and shame. Ordered uh, some smoked salmon, some scrambled eggs on toast. Right. <clears throat> and I was thinking to yeah. myself, this is good. This is good. This is. It's a different restaurant. It's a breakfast that's more substantial, and and I got a cappuccino. Plus, it wasn't an Italy cappuccino; it was a good cappuccino. I don't know the brand. It was, I think, like right. an Italian family restaurant, so cafe, you know, that does food. Bring it over to the table. It's your salmon. It's your scrambled eggs. It's cucumber and mozzarella what? and mozzarella cheese on the side, and under the uh, salmon. Just like loads of lettuce with a with a sort of peppery, zesty salad dressing. Oh man, they've overdone uh, it. And they've, it's they've, 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 <laughs> no one, they didn't get the memo about you know simplicity and less is more. Know. You know, I know. And like my more dad, more is more. <laughs> more is more. And my dad was laughing at this point, and he was like, you know, sometimes places do like a you know like a they'll garnish something up. You order some in, they give you a little excuse of sort of like a little pile of greenery off to one side to make you feel better. I don't know. Um, I ordered beans on toast at a cafe and got a load oh, yeah. of salad on the side. <laughs> <laughs> it's mental. I was like, I was like what? Hey, what's going on? 
<laughs> well, the thing is, if it, by the way, you know, if it actually was to one side, fair enough. My loads yeah. of lettuce was just under my salmon with like. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just weird. <laughs> with, with like, by the like, you know, a, a pretty zesty dressing, and you know, cucumber again. It's a bit like the tomatoes. I've got nothing against cukes. I like a bit of. Cuke. I have. I don't like them. Don't like fair play, well, fair play to you, fair play to you, and it shouldn't be your problem if you didn't order them and you received them. However, right. I don't actually mind them, but I will say this for a cuke: it's bloody zesty. You know, mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. if you put a cuke on a plate, that's making a lot of stuff taste like that. You know, it's it's it spreads its essence around. So yeah. I'm, you know, I'm pre- and also that's not normal. I've ordered scrambled eggs and salmon in a lot of places. Never lettuce and mozzarella cheese with cute. Like it strikes me as a weird garnish anyway. Anyway, yeah, they've just gone overboard. They've gone they overboard. Just, <laughs> they went overboard. And my dad yeah. was like, oh, you know, like it, it, it's fairly standard practice. And I just went, all right, hypothetical. I'm allergic to cucumber. What then? Yeah. Like yeah, my, 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 yeah. my bottom line is if I'm getting it on the plate, you simply must put it on the menu though. Yeah. Like, yeah. and we went and we got fish and chips and, and, and like my dad brought up this whole, oh, well, when we ordered the fish and chips, we got the, um, we got the watercress and I was like, yeah. And the watercress was on the menu and they said we were getting the watercress, you know, and he yeah. was like, oh yeah, fair point. Anyway, same thing, man. Paid for the meal, bopped straight out of there, had like two forkfuls of like cucumbery scrambled egg. I was like, fuck that. I'm out of there. And in the end, <laughs> just went to a little deli. Sausage and egg sarnie, and it was in the glass case, so I saw what it looked like. It didn't have any cucumbers in it. I bought it and I ate it. So you know, the morning was salvaged, but I was bloody pissed off. Would that annoy oh. you? Oh god, yeah, yeah. If the, like if there's extra stuff coming my way, tell me beforehand yeah. so I can say <laughs> I don't want that, or yeah. or you know, let me be fine with it otherwise. <laughs> and I, but I'm don't surprise me with. Now. <laughs> yeah, don't surprise me with um, you know, random extras. Don't, <laughs> Optional don't extras. Them. Yeah, I don't, I don't want them. <laughs> I know. Them. It's like, and also I don't want them, right? But I'm really scared that that because if we go down that road, it's absolute carnage. I mean, where yeah. do we draw the line? It's like I've ordered a steak. Now I must make this shot. I don't want any marshmallows with my steak. Like, where do we draw? That's a slippery slope, you know. <laughs> it's like I shouldn't just have to go into a restaurant, tell them what I want, and also tell them all of the many things I don't expect to have with that. Oh right? man, that sounds great. We should open like a wacky restaurant where you go in, you order something, but you could get any like you could, like you, could you say you could get marshmallows with your steak. <laughs> Get like uh, Haribo on your, I don't know, yes. on your chicken. Yeah, Amazing. Haribo salad. Yeah, you know. cucumber oh. and and squirty cream. Who knows? It's a million bloody, dollar idea. Bloody may- <laughs> I'm trademarking it here. Don't anyone try and steal that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was my <laughs> that was my weekend. It was mostly good, and then I watched yeah. Candyman, and Candyman sadly was rubbish. <laughs> oh mate, terrible. <laughs> you said you had a nice weekend. It sounds awful. I tell you what, though, it was good because I bought a little murder mystery called the Honjin Murders. Okay, which uh, I think is by Seishi Yokomitsu, who apparently is an award-winning murder mystery writer uh, from oh. Japan, and it's really, really cool because it, it's it, well, it's short. It's very, very brief. Um, but he's only gone and put little sort of diagrams in the book for you. Ooh. 
Yeah, like that, and like it, it's like, and he and he plays by the rules as well. It's it's like uh, apparently, like you know, he never introduces any extra clues towards the like he doesn't cheat. You know, he gives yeah. you all the kind of ingredients you need to solve it yourself. So I thought, oh, that's that's all right. I'm having that. So nice. I came away with that. I'll report back on that one. But yeah, restaurants to one side, Candyman to one side. Uh, a pretty good weekend. We did have a nice okay. fish and chips and uh, and a nice little walk. How was yours? My weekend, yeah, it was alright. Um, I was playing a lot of games. I didn't really have much of a weekend, to be honest. You're a busy, um, busy bee. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, so many games out, man. I've, I've taken on too much. I've, I've bitten off more than I can chew again. <laughs> this is the problem. But, now, um, weren't you talking about David Dickinson before? We had something to talk about before. <laughs> well, I joked that we should postpone the podcast because Bargain Hunt is on. Oh, yeah, And I don't want to miss Bargain Hunt. <laughs> yes. Um, and then and then I said, oh, a bit of David Dickinson, and you pointed out that he's le- he left the show like a decades ago. Two, yeah, he, he left in like 2002, 2003, because me and my mate at uni, we really liked David Dickinson. We thought he was hilarious, <laughs> sort of as a figure of fun, yeah, you know. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Um, and we, we actually applied to be on the show. And, uh, in our obviously genius <laughs> in our application we said we were experts in antique clocks thinking it would boost our chances of getting on we didn't get on funnily enough uh, oh yeah, god yeah but he saw through you yeah shout out to Chris if he's still out there I haven't spoken to him in a million there, years you know well, he may have gained a genuine knowledge of antique clocks in the interim yeah, period. You know, maybe. he may have sort of been spurred on by that. And he thought, no, do you know what? I am going to become an expert yeah. on that. If he wants but to have another go at applying, you know, mm. with his newfound antique <laughs> clock knowledge. Yeah, you can blag along for the ride, yeah, can't you? Yeah. And just sort of pretend, but really. Absolutely. Yeah. And Fair stop enough. the presses, Josh. I Uh-oh. had another weird dream this week. Oh, Christ. It's, what, not, on the, it's not on the level of Grinch quans. So don't get too excited. <laughs> I I dreamt (laughs) that I had a fist fight (laughs) with with, with 80s era Val Kilmer (laughs) and we were both stripped to the waist (laughs) oh god your dreams man and we we, we called it a draw because we kept knocking each other down and at one point, uh, we were trying to resolve the fight, but he yeah. sort of left. And I was like, where's Val? Where's he gone? Where's he, where's he gone? And he, he'd gone to bed and he came down in a bathrobe and went, look, I've had enough. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> so... I love the, the gentleman's agreement that it was a draw. Yeah, so we decided oh. it was a draw, yeah, yeah. That, Good, well, right? yeah, and, and fair enough. To, in your even in your dreams, it, you don't win the fight. You're just happy to call it a draw with Val I mean, Kilmer. Yeah, I had a fist fight with Al Kilmer. Like, you know, you know, that's good enough for me. It's good enough for me as well. You know, the outcome doesn't actually matter in that scenario. It's yeah. it's a fist fight with with Val Kilmer, and that'll be the end of it. Well, the end of it was he was in a bathrobe. But, but yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know where that came from. No, I haven't seen Val no. Kilmer in anything for ages. I, it must be in the deepest recesses mm. of my brain somewhere. Yeah, but yeah, there you who, go. It's it's an alchemy. We, we, well, I wait. I'm, I'm you know I'm always excited to hear about your dreams because they're, they're fucking mental. So, <laughs> oh, you know, maybe it's Val Kilmer trying to get a role in uh, Grinch Quan. He's fighting me for it. Mm, well, I have to maybe. think about that. Kilmer Sheen Quan. Yeah, I mean that's a great cast right there. It is pretty. You, good. You're going to see that film. Mm. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Let's. Um, 
tragically cut this complaining short. Actually, was there anything else I wanted to get off my chest? Candy well, you should probably rubbish. mention up front that we're postponing the quiz this week, right? Oh, yeah, we are postponing the quiz because Matt from upstairs sadly is not upstairs. Uh, he's, where is he? He's on holiday. He's at a wedding, I believe. Ah, he's at a wedding. Exactly, I think he's yeah. in he's he's in wedding season at the moment, isn't he? Didn't yeah. he have he had a wedding recently, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, yeah. and I think Daniel those... is quite busy, Mr. Producer Dan. Yeah. So um Yeah. We're, we'll we're extending that. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, we're extending the questions bit, right? Mm. I mean this is extended as well. I mean this talking. is also extended. Yeah. So the more we talk now, the less questionage we can have. So let's I'll tell you what, let's shut up and, 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 and I'll jingle away and we can right. uh, we can talk some games. Well, yeah. If you put loads on you just spitting foam, spitting, foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth, brush, brush, brush it toothpaste. You don't, don't, don't rinse your mouth. I'll spit. <laughs> I like a healthy lava. You can only spit so much. But lost judgment. Is that is that judgment spelled wrong? It's the American spelling yeah, of judgment. Yeah, sorry, the American spelling. Yeah. Yes, which yeah. like dishonoured and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, Missing fair a enough. Fair enough. I just I just wondered with that one because yeah because it's a translation from. I still prefer judge eyes, but there you go. Yeah, because um, well, it made sense in the context of the the murder mystery as well. It did. It, it does, and mm. and it reminded me of um, the uh, free uh, game, the the uh, F R E E. That it was a bit like the sort of social strand, but it was the way it was the way they described uh, what's it called Shenmue back in the day. Do you okay. remember that? No. It stood for full reactive eyes entertainment. Full reactive eyes entertain. That's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, and the whole sort it's of not thing of on, it. Is it. No, no, absolutely not. Well, it. I mean, the style of play that it was has caught on, which is why I sort of like to yeah. think of it as judge eyes. But in as a an way, acronym, as an great, acronym, it? it's absolutely bonkers. Um, a bit like the Social Strand. Um, yeah. But it did sort of work because it was all about, you know, it's the stuff you can see and and Rio, like, you know, he'll pick things up in the environment in his hands and you can sort of rotate them around and look at them. And, and it was and it was all this sort of thing was, oh, the Dreamcast is so powerful. You can, like, see people's facial expressions to see. It was it was silliness, but I always thought it was quite fun. You know, the yeah. three. But anyway, fair enough. Lost Judgment. It's about a policeman who is in a in a school pretending to be a student sort of like that movie um Cameron Crowe thing what's the Cameron Crowe thing about is it I don't know uh, almost famous oh no it's fast times at ridgemont high which of course was based on the real S- thing where Cameron Crowe wrote an article for rolling stone yeah still haven't seen that it's good stuff it, he it's mm. and the fact that Cameron Crowe who at the time was in his th- 30s I think managed to pose as a high school student for a year in order to write this Rolling Stone thing which then became the movie it's kind of amazing right? yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah the hero of Lost Judgment does the same thing I think. well he's not a policeman I should um, mention he's a, he's he's a, a private, private detective, detective. Yeah, yeah. yeah is he yeah, an yeah. ex-policeman or? no he's an ex-lawyer ah uh, yeah nice. former lawyer private detective um he doesn't even try to pose as a student, to be honest. He doesn't even no. do that. He just oh. goes in to investigate and makes a bit of a nuisance of himself. Um, <laughs> right, right, but yeah, right. it's it's really good. Um, takes a little while to get going. I was kind of uh, getting a bit <sighs> ants in my pants with the first sort of two chapters or whatever. But by the time yeah, it gets to chapter yeah. three, though, it really takes off. 
Those yeah, first there, two there are some are kinds annoying. of like openings which are slow but really really good like Red Dead 2 for instance yeah. it is slow but at no point is it not sort of brilliant in my opinion um, well, whereas this, this you sounded slightly sort of eh, I'm ready to get out of here it's kind of repetitive you know it's kind of, yeah you're kind of captive in the school just repeating the same thing uh, yeah. over and over fighting the same bunch of uh, twats again and again it's like oh come on I want to get out of here. I want to explore. I want to be, you yeah. know, unshackled and yeah, yeah. So for a couple of chapters, it's yeah, a little bit annoying. But once it opens up, I mean, great. It's brilliant. You're free to come and go from the school, I should say, and you know, you, yeah. you can explore Camarocho and uh, Ijincho from Yakuza Like a Dragon. Like a dragon. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he's got a skateboard now, hasn't he? He's got a skateboard. You can uh, only in Ijincho because it's quite big. Uh, you don't have it in Camarocho. Um, huh. because I suppose because it's a bit tighter, it's a bit smaller, more compact. Yeah, there's only so some really streets it. that in in camera show that you could you could comfortably take on a skateboard. Yeah, really. Exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah. But yeah, that's a nice little addition. So you can whiz around on that, and um, yeah, just things like the combat and investigation uh, mechanics. Yeah, how was it for you? Um, like overhauled. going back. Going back to the combat of um, of Judgment after having played Like a Dragon, did it, you know, was it sort of good to be bad, or did, did you kind of miss the combat from Like a Dragon? Well, I did play um, Judgment again before I played this. I went back ah. and replayed it, so it wasn't that jarring. But I, I like both, you know, I like the real-time combat, I like the turn-based stuff. Mm. Uh, horses for courses, you know. Indeed. Um, Indeed. And they've improved the combat in this, so you've got a new fighting style called Snake. Which you oh, can yeah. use as a non-violent thing against students if you don't want to beat them up. Is this you the can... one that um, Michael was saying he was annoyed because it's like a DLC style that they? No, did. no, no. That's um, that's boxing. Oh, this is a right, boxing right. style that's not out till later. Okay, um, fair enough. You don't miss it because you've got an extra fighting style. You've got three fighting styles to choose from already. It's still not a good practice. It's not a great practice, no. But I'm not saying it's a deal breaker. I'm just saying we shouldn't go. Let's not defend it. Oh, it doesn't matter because well, there's still f- good stuff in the game. You know, it is still a bit shitty, I think. The fact that but, um, it's being released sort of a month or two after the game. That's out annoying. Yeah. Leads me yeah. to believe that it's maybe not finished as well. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They, they might still be tinkering with it. Mm, anyway. I'm just, I'm just giving them be- the benefit of the doubt, I suppose. Maybe they, don't, mm. they shouldn't have that. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. But, but who knows? anyway. Lost Judgment is very, 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 very good. Really, if really gun good. Gun to your head, gun to your head, little sort of snub nose 38 right to the temple. Yeah. Um, is it better than the first game? See, I'd almost put them on an equal footing, I think. Um, right. I think the first one was a pleasant surprise. Uh-huh. Um, this one, I sort of expected a really good story, and it delivers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean... Yeah, I suppose there's meaningful additions and changes in this one. Like the ta- the the tailing missions have been pulled back a bit, and they were annoying. And when you do have to <laughs> yeah. tail someone, it's you know much improved, a lot more uh, interesting, I suppose. Didn't you also say they added like more drone races, which is rubbish though? Oh, they have added more drone races. Yeah, I don't you know that I don't want those. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like them the first time. No. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and Paradise VR is back and stuff like that. So if you like the mini games in the first one, you know you've got them all again here. Mm. And there's lots of retro games to play and stuff as usual. And um, classic, you know, 
There's, there's, there's all sorts. Yeah, I want to play it. It sounds to me, judging from your review, like the first one might be just a bit tighter, maybe a bit sort of leaner. Maybe, yeah. I suppose, yeah, the school stories are pretty expansive and quite invo- involved. Mm. Like, I put mm. hours into one strand of a school story, and I thought, this must be coming to an end now. And it was 37% in the school diary thing that you've got on your phone. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Ha- that, like, yeah, I mean, it's a side activity, but it goes on and on and on and on. So, um, yeah, there's loads of content. I mean, you could mainline the story in 25 to 30 hours, I reckon, but with everything else, I mean, you could be looking at, I don't know, 60, 80 hours, who knows? It's, it's yeah. big. There's a lot <laughs> yeah, to do. They are, they are bloody chewy games, and they always yeah. have been. Um, mm-hmm. And sometimes that's good, but... I, I always felt with Kiwami, I could I could happily shave a few chapters off that guy. They all, it, it's a little bit like Uncharted, um, right? You know, it's always twenty four chapters, and you you sort of quietly think to yourself, uh, nineteen would have been a lot tighter in this back end. <laughs> you've got me, you've got me doing just yeah. sort of an extra six hours of really tough brawls. I just wish you'd. Whoosh, cut it short ever so slightly but yeah. that being said the story especially reading your review of uh, lost judgment judgment mm-hmm. uh yes. does sound pretty pretty sweet pretty dark as well like sort of murder mystery i mean obviously that's yeah you know it's it's a it's a judgment game it's a yakuza game whatever there's yeah. gonna be death there's gonna be darkness but it goes but, uh, to unexpected places as well yeah it's like, you, there's the stuff you don't keep see coming i mean the the way in which everything is connected is perhaps a little too convenient <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, the Yakuza Incredible often... coincidence, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, it's fine. Yeah, you sort of give them, kind of give them the, the benefit of... Well, they, yeah, Some that's always been... That. The, yeah. the plot contrivances of it are, are just outrageous in Yakuza. Yeah. But you, I guess you just sort of think, well, that's what it is. They're bonkers. But it makes for a really interesting story. That's the thing. They kind of, they kind of make it work. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's sort of uh, almost like a, a Shakespearean kind of <laughs> yeah. wheeling and dealing of plot lines. Well, just a, a bizarre succession of coincidences. <laughs> yeah, a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> all I was just about to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. series of unfortunate events. Yeah. Oh, well, fair enough, fair enough. Lost, lost Judgment, intriguing. I mean, Highly I did recommended. Put- I did put a gun to your head and you weren't able to... You would have gotten shot, by the way. Well, all right. I would say this one's slightly better but it mm. didn't warrant a higher score in my yeah. view I gave them equal scores because I like them equally but gun to the head I would say this one's a little bit better because I suppose it's bigger there's more to do um, yeah that's and, and, true and the story is fantastic it's yeah, it's yeah you didn't you didn't actually mention that yeah like one of the big things this has that the first doesn't is just like a whole new place right yeah exactly yeah I mean uh, Again, it's another recycled environment from like a dragon, but it feels yeah. different enough. Um, yeah, yeah. And it, that's the thing about Ryuga Kotoku Studio is they always make these familiar places feel, you know, worth revisiting. Yeah. Like I don't yeah. feel like oh this bloody place again. It's like <laughs> oh great. I, yeah. I you know I love exploring uh, the same yeah. place over and over. Well, it's fun. It's fun to see it sort of recontextualized with yeah. other things as well. Recontextualized yeah. and slightly tweaked here and there, just to sort of like, oh, that's different. Oh, that's changed. You know. Little, Speak, speaking of things. which, 
Speaking of which, Go NBA on. 2K22, slightly different, tweaked here and there. Thank you very much. You've yeah. been playing it. I've played a bit of it. Yeah. Um, thoughts? Your t- well, I've read your review, so I know your thoughts. I mean, yeah. it's <sighs> it's the same for, for it's me. It's horrible. the same old problem. It's it's the virtual currency. It's the microtransactions, <laughs> and it's yes. ne- it's never going to go away. <laughs> and every year, I have to no. have the same old complaint about it, but. You can't ignore that, you know. It's no. a, a huge part of the game. Not if when... you're reviewing it, you can't. Exactly, be sort of irresponsible to because it is a big. Do you know what I wish they'd do? I wish they'd do what? Um, uh, is it Pro Evo? Maybe. I wish they'd just release a thing where it's you just can play exhibition games and it's just like thirty quid and that's all oh, you've you, got. You're talking like eFootball, what they're doing now. You can buy yeah. add-ons as you see fit. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe. it's that, and yeah, and didn't they also offer people the chance to, if you just pay, like they released Konami released that thing where they said, "Look, we'll we'll bloody level with you. Uh, we haven't done shit all on this one. Um, it's oh, only season it's update. only thirty yeah. quid, yeah. but you will get the new rosters. I mean, I that, you, mean. you know, that's fair enough. But yeah, like if they just said to people, because like I mean, I've said on this podcast before, I'll just say it again. I just pl- I buy NBA two K. It's a great deal. It's sixty quid. It's it's closing in on you know hundreds of hours of entertainment throughout the year. Me and my flatmates, or me against the computer, of just exhibition matches with modern teams, with the classic teams, and it's an evolving game. And it and it's it's probably like just that aspect of the game. Yeah. It's I think the best sports game that is out there. Full stop. However, mm. you can't do that. You do have to buy the whole package for sixty. And, yeah. um, you know, by, yeah, this stuff just sort of rolls off me. I, I just sort of think, oh, that's irrelevant to me. But of you course it's not it, irrelevant because do I don't play it. Mode. Yeah. And lots of people do. And for them, it's awful. It's pay to win. It's riddled with microtransactions. It's the same old scripted silliness where you, it's the same old story as well, by the yeah. way. You know, it's, it's always like, oh yeah, well, he's a promising drop. I mean, I guess it just has to be that story, right? But it's um, always that same old jarring kind of juxtaposition of, uh, oh look, you're this big NBA prospect. Oh, you're rated fifty something from the beginning. It's like, well, <laughs> how how are you an NBA prospect? And the only way to improve them is with that virtual currency, and that's what I hate. It's like you, your progression as that player should not mm. be tied to microtransactions. You should be able to no. earn ability points or whatever uh, yeah, to yeah, boost yeah. them in game. I shouldn't have yeah. to. Bloody spend money on it! It's madness. Yeah, but it's been the same for years and years now, and this, it's not going to change because I guess I don't know. People have accepted it now or whatever, and just do it. Well, and they must make money out of it. It must yeah. make them money. That's the only. They must. They must making like they must be making enough money anyway. I'll bet yeah. that there. I remember I said to to uh, you and uh, and Cullen before. I think when we were talking about two K twenty at the time, it would have been, uh, which yeah. was a pretty good one actually. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I said to, I sort of explained what I do to uh, to you guys, and Cullum sort of said, you know, well actually that's. You know, it, it doesn't sound that strange. You know, I, what, just buying the game and just playing exhibition endlessly. And he, and he, and he I remember he, him saying, you know, it, do, it doesn't doesn't really sound strange at all. In fact, you know, for a lot of people, that is what they do. They will get it and they will have a quick exhibition here and there, before work, before bed, after work. You know, they'll sort of fit it in for yeah. three, 365 days. Um, and then the next year, they'll pay 60 quid again, you know. So it's on that front, 
the basketball in 2K22, if, if you know, the, the, the advantage of only playing exhibition is that you have an incredibly granular and detailed view of the game on the court. And as... As it pertains to that, two K twenty two is a really good entry. It's yeah. not what it's not one of those revolutionary ones where it comes on leaps and bounds like a two K twelve or iterative. Or maybe like a, I think it's, it's the word, it, right? It's, it's an iterative one, but yeah. we've just about climbed to the top of the mountain now. I mean, ever since two K twelve, they've been gradually tweaking here and there. Two K thirteen rebounds are fucked, you know. Two K fourteen rebounds are all right, blocks are fucked. Two K fifteen. Blocks and rebounds are both kind of okay. Oh, the shooting's a bit fun. You know, so it's like, it's, it takes a year every single time. But we are at a point now where it's pretty sublime on the court. The, the new stamina system's good. It sort of punishes just dribble cheese. And it does really wear you down if you, if you keep holding sprint. You know, you, your yeah. players really will lose a lot. And the defense is physical and rewarding and, you know, but... Yeah, it's a game of two halves. It's a game of four quarters, but it's a game of two halves. And the <laughs> well, other half is yeah. microtransaction bullshit. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a real shame. I have no issue with, you know, if you want to buy, like, a Nike t-shirt or a pair of, like, LeBron shoes or something, fine. Mm. But don't, yeah. don't you know, tie me into bloody virtual currency for player progression, because that, that's no. just well, egregious... I think, yeah. I think most people would probably agree that that is the worst one imaginable when it's pay to win. Yeah, uh, I mean, you're not even going online with your player necessarily either (laughs) against someone else. You're you're only playing the blooming computer, which makes it even madder. It's it's just weird. It's weird. I don't like it. Don't like it. Yeah, I hope that at some stage... Maybe if you're not reviewing 2K, you could kind of come round to my way of doing it and you probably have a lot more fun. Just play an exhibition, yeah. Yeah, well, you just get so close to the basketball. Of course, then you'll be frustrated because, you know, it has taken such a long time for us to get to this good position we're in now. It used to annoy me more in previous years because we'd have all these big problems in terms of the actual on-court basketball, like an inability to rebound or the blocks Mm -hmm. being completely non-existent, that you'd think to yourself... Well, the annoying thing is is that they're going and getting Spike Lee and they're going and getting Michael B. Jordan for these other modes, but they're yeah. not fixing the busted action on the court. And that's what would drive you nuts. But now, now that it finally does seem to be in a pretty good place, I sort of don't mind as much. I'm thinking, all right, well, they can do what they want over there. I don't care. It's like well, it's in no, a good place um, at the minute. <laughs> no celeb guest stars this uh, this year. They've, they've put all their um, resources, it seems, into this city. For the next gen version, oh, Series yeah. X and uh, PS5 versions, they they have mm. this big city environment to explore. With loads of quests. I mean, yeah, it's huge. It's sort of dauntingly big. <laughs> where I just sort of don't wanna don't wanna bother, you know, like no. it's too much. Yeah. Um yeah. so yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know. It's it's a mixed bag. Basketball's great, on court stuff like you say, brilliant. Yeah. yeah. But I just I don't know. I, I can't. A, I can't a, be doing with. Uh, I can't be doing with the rest of it. Mm, mm, so I don't know. I was saying to you, I might. I might be sort of throwing in the towel with them. I, I don't know if I can stomach another another year of it. I've been. I've reviewed every single one since at least two K eleven. Probably two K ten. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. maybe I need. Well, that's, a break. Why, that's why I don't review them, man. I can't. I'd, it'd be too. Yeah. It'd be too bonkers for me to start. Reviewing oh, it would them. probably ruin it for you if you had to yeah. review it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played sort of last but not least 
because uh, we got a Raz on. Uh, mm-hmm. I played a little bit of uh, Skatebird. Ooh, lovely. Yeah, sort of Tony Hawk, but with birds on the on the skateboard. Little birds. And the skateboards are sort of like... Do you remember Tech Decks? Um, oh, yeah, the little finger board yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do, yeah. <laughs> well, it's kind of like that. You know, that was my question going into Skatebird was, well, you know, what what kind of birds are we talking about here? I mean, are these, fuck, are these huge birds? Like, what's going on? <clears throat> Turns out, no, 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 they're normal birds in a normal world, but the skateboards mm. are small. Okay. So, Sounds you know, weird. Yeah, it's a bit weird. It's a bit weird. The birds are sort of skating around this fella's apartment. Um, he's their their owner, I suppose, uh, right. their keeper, and um, he's a bit of a slob. And they're they're using their little skateboards, their little tech decks, to um, sort of clean up the place. You know, they're sort of grinding along, uh, drinking straws, and sort of going up ramps to to knock over, you know, drink cans into the bin or whatever. It's sort of like you know. One of the things is you, you're kind of skating around, you got to fix little balloons to the corners of a duvet to kind of, like, float it back into place. And then and then you, you get out, there's, like, other parks that you... Um, it works ex- exactly the same as Tony Hawk in the sense that, like, you're in a skate park and yeah. you have just a list of things to do. And then when you do a certain number of them, like, there's usually 20 things. And mm-hmm. then when you do, like, 17, 18 of them or whatever... Yeah. You'll, um, you'll be able to then move on to the next park. But the problem is, is that the birds are brilliant and the skating's not. Oh. And they've gone for, like, 3D skating and they've looked at Tony Hawk and it's, a it's you know, it's a, at times it's a pretty good imitation. But then at other times it's, it's just a little bit rough around the edges. It feels a bit glitchy. It feels weightless, as you'd expect for birds, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, they have trouble when they get into tight spaces, it can kind of glitch a little bit and the camera sort of judders and it's just a, it's just a pretty sort of uh, sort of, like, clunky experience. Like When it's working, you're sort of going up ramps and stuff and you can hit LB and you, you make your little bird screech. Um, Wonderful. Which prolongs your combo as well. It sort of keeps your combo going. You can do your manuals and all that sort of stuff. It's an easy way to lose, you know, a nice little a nice little chunk of time. And mm-hmm. like Tony Hawk, it's got the floating letters to collect and the little cassette tapes and stuff. You get things on the soundtrack. The best thing about about the game is dressing up your little bird fella, though. Yeah. You know, I had a little a little scarf on mine with a fez hat Perfect. on it. So I was loving that. But that stuff, you could spend about 20 minutes on that customization screen, and I recommend doing that, um, and actually never bother with any of the skating, and I think you'd have a lot of fun. And actually, it's on Game Pass, I think, so mm-hmm. if you've got Game Pass, it is, yeah. head on in there, customise yourself up a mean little pigeon, um, <laughs> but but then actually, <coughs> yeah. just, just go <laughs> a little skate pigeon, but once you've customised him, save the game, turn it off... Load up Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Cheers. I mean, you can't go wrong with those, can you? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. I sort of, on the one hand, I feel a bit like it's by this um, studio called Glass Bottom Games. And mm-hmm. I think they're a small, they're an independent studio, you know. Yeah. So, you want to, so actually, you could look at it charitably and say, it's bloody impressive they've managed to sort of make an approximation of Tony Hawk, even if yeah. it's not, even if it's not up there. It's like, oh, yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, it's competent enough. But the problem is is that Tony Hawk does exist and they chose to do that style instead of, I don't know, you know, pixelated mm. side-scrolling 2D one, in which case, you, you you know, you'd be able to well, make you it got, a lot You've got Ollie Ollie, haven't you? 
got Oli yeah, for that. You've already got Oli yeah. Oli, yeah, it's true. Um, mm. Which which weirdly is going 3D or at least 2.5D 2.5, in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you sort of think, oh, I'm sorry, but I can't, sort of can't help but compare because you've drawn the yeah. comparison and, you know. But, hey-ho, it's, um, it's sort of fleeting fun. Right, that'd be my, yeah. That'd be my thing. Um, can we close um, out this section with... Because we haven't really got time to talk about it. I did play Marvel's Gardens of the Galaxy from Eidos oh, Montreal. Oh, yeah. Um, we could have had a little chat about that, but I guess time is of the essence. So what I'll do is I've got a preview going up, mm. or it will be up by the time this goes out. Go to xboxachievements.com, playstationtrophies.org. There's a video mm. with it in which you can hear me chat a load of shite about it as well. Chat, chat, uh, ramble. So, yeah. In lieu of a yeah. chat on air, go there and read yeah. it. Or watch like the video, it. yeah? Like it. That's sort of... That's that. S- sort of m- merging it, mingling the technologies. Yeah, cross, what, cross media. Yeah. <laughs> Crossover. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. love it. All right, let's... Um, you can have a little jingle, a little jingle bell, and then uh, I'll yeah. fire some news at you. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yeah. News. Some weird ones, man. Some some pretty funky pieces. How's about this one for you? Uh, Quantic Dream, rumoured to be working on a Star Wars game. Yeah. Yeah. What See, initi- that? Well, initially I thought, oh, that's interesting. Mm. Quantic Dream turning its hand to... Uh, Star Wars, and I was like, oh, it could be some sort of, I don't know, uh, actually, I, d- I don't know, it could be like um, <laughs> the episode one sort of um, political shenanigans, yeah? Yeah. yeah. With the uh, dialogue choices, but apparently, no, it's sort of um, outside of their usual wheelhouse, it's a bit more action-y. Yeah, that's um, what I heard, which is funny, because... According to the yeah. rumour. Well, there you go. I mean, I've, I, after Alien Isolation, I, I, I never judge a team by its prior work, you know? Yeah. Um, but so this is so the rumor started. So we, you know, get your salt shakers out because you yeah. know it's rumors, it's rumor territory. Mm-hmm. But uh, French YouTube creator Gautoz or Gautoz, maybe it's Gautoz, G A U T O Z. Apologies if I've missed on it. Uh, he said uh, the studio has signed a deal with Disney. Uh, following the end of its three-game deal with Sony. Quote, they now have finished their contract with Sony and will be signing with Disney. Looks like they'll be working on a Star Wars game. As always, obviously pinch of salt, but uh, the claim was corroborated uh, by Tom Henderson at Jewel Shockers. According to him, he's spoken to, quote, an individual who provided overwhelming evidence of contact at Quantic Dream, Hmm. uh, claiming the project has been in development for around 18 months. Um, Cool. So, yeah. It's, well, if they've uh, signed a deal with Disney, could we also see a Quantic Dream Marvel game? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know whether I want that or not. I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, it'd be interesting just to see what Quantic Dreams can do that's, you know, not to do with branching narrative and yeah. lots of cutscenes and, you know... Cause QTEs. QTEs and... Crime seed investigations. I mean, I mean, if if they manage to come out with like a, a sort of cool, and you're right, actually. I mean, it might not be <laughs> the sort of political chicanery of Palpatine circa Episode One, but it, you know, it would be cool to see maybe if Quantic Dream is interested in just doing a different area of Star oh, Wars. Palpatine the game. <laughs> come on, 
chart the uh, rise and fall of Palpatine. Incredible. Yeah. They could Palpatine call it he- or Palpatine. They could call it heavy rain. Isn't it Palpatine? I don't bloody know. Anyway. It's Palpatine. Palpatine. What is T I N E? What do you call it, the prongs on a fork? No, never mind. It's T I N E. You don't call it's, them teens. Well, you, well, I tell you what you do call it is is that you do call it three movies in which multiple characters say Palpatine and never Palpatine. You sure? That's what that's what you call it. Yeah. Dun- Duncan Sheev Palpatine. Palpatine. Duncan Palpatine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Well, the, yeah. The Senate, the Senate is the real dragon's den. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could do that. They could do. I don't know a game where you play as a Jawa. Who knows? Who knows what? They're oh, do. that'd be good. Yeah. Um, I tell you what will be good, mate. Is a brand new Wipeout game. Oh yeah. Do you know what? I uh, oh, I'd love a new Wipeout Why game. Why didn't you say Josh? any other That's week? That's really exciting. That you... yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hang on a minute. Oh, tell me about you... it. Tell me about it. I'm really yeah, excited. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Well, it's good. No, 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 Am I going to love it? <laughs> like this one right because if memory serves you were saying what wipeout needs is to be absolutely slowed down um, what i said was it should be a card game for a mobile, sort of card I think. exactly yeah and then i said but rich aren't card games traditionally turn-based and thus they negate all sense of speed to which you replied <laughs> exactly um yeah but anyway i've got bloody good news for you uh wipeout rush uh sees sees the uh the game coming. I love the um, adject- adject- adjective rush for this. <laughs> oh my god! Now I should say right. Well, yeah. If you're thinking to yourself, oh, do you know what? You know, keep an open mind. Uh, look, I'm fair not. enough. I'm yeah. Not no, you're 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 not. But some no. people might be. Um, <clears throat> let me just let me just add in there. It's a mobile game. Yeah. So. <sighs> right. I, I I don't I don't understand I don't. No, oh. <laughs> who came up with this? Who approved it? Well, I'll it? tell you. Who I'll thought tell it was a brilliant exactly. idea? Publisher Rogue has announced Wipeout's coming to iOS and Android later this year. It's developed by Amuso with apparently support from Sony Interactive Entertainment. It has a comic book style and includes what is being called, quote, fluid merge gameplay. Uh, what this means is you actually play as a team manager... And you select ships, uh, you equip and you upgrade them as well. The merging comes in as you'll be able to merge these ships together to unlock better ships. Um, (sighs) In in doing this, you'll be able to unlock, apparently unlock official wipeout lore through collectibles and and the story. (laughs) And apparently... (laughs) Who's getting getting steeped in the wipeout lore? Oh, big, oh, well, big no. wipeout law guy, me. All right, look, I can't. Look, I'm not up for this, right? But what I will say is, I, I am actually a sucker for the wipeout law. It quietly, it is one of the things that sets all that right. game apart. Uh, like, I, I, I love hearing about. All I the mean, I admit, I used to read the, the manuals. Oh, absolutely. You know, like the formation yeah. of the the league and everything. All right, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And like, and there was awesome little things that they didn't have to do, but which they did do. And it was like, oh, you know, Tigran, you know, they always. They, 
Tigran was built with apparently involvement from the Russian mafia and there was all the scandal about the Tigran ship and there's all that bollocks that just sort of makes it brilliant if you yeah, read yeah, into it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, uh, but th- th- that to one side, I mean that's sort of one aspect where I think, oh well fair enough. Um, <laughs> apparently there's an engaging single player campaign alongside quick race championship cups, five tracks, 60 wipeout ships, a range of familiar weapons and 12 championship cups. The chief executive officer of Rogue, Matt Casamassina, said, quote, I was raised on the console wipeout games, and those will continue to live on PlayStation hardware. But we wanted to reinvent the breakneck speed and gorgeous presentation of the series for a new breed of players on mobile devices. We're working with Amuso and Sony to ensure Wipeout Rush delivers an experience that is complementary and and additive to the core console experience, uh, but also available, uh, accessible and fresh for gamers on the go. So... But, you know, I mean <clears throat> that's that's admirable and fair play. You've mm. you know you showed your workings, all right. Yeah. But a compliment to which console game right now? Yeah, well there that would be my immediate point. There isn't a new one. Yeah, like, and, yeah. You know, and I've said this before, but the Omega Collection is a beautiful thing, and it's a beautiful thing oh, yeah. to be to be left with, considering that Studio Liverpool shut down. And there's there's sort of two things here. Number one. This news would be, as you say, you know, a lot easier to swallow if we did have a console, a sort of current console game. Yeah. Um, but we don't, and so we hear this and we go, oh, you yeah. sort of. And when, and actually, when I, because it was just after like last week's pod when we were talking about how we miss Wipeout, and it was like, oh man, and because Sony have just bought Fire Sprite, which was made by former yeah. Liverpool devs, and and I sort of said, oh, you know, could this mean there's another Wipeout on the way? And it could well still mean that. It's just, and it's sad because obviously I feel for these guys, and I and I do hope that you know Wipeout Rush is good, and I hope that the people that like it like it. But yeah. it was a it was a cruel thing. It was one of those things like that you hear about the Sam Fisher thing, and then they go, yeah, it's an anime series on on binge, and you're going, oh, for f- can I <laughs> yeah. just can I just get a Splinter Cell game though, please? But but how do you feel about this little quote? Might be nothing, but let's read into it. Go on. Um, and those will continue to live on PlayStation hardware. That was I Matt did pick up, I, quote. I did pick up on that, but I mm. thought that was sort of pertaining to the existing games. Could do, could do. Yeah. But he's working with SIE as well as Amuso, so he's hardly far away from the situation. It could be well, I'll tell you what they need inadvertently... To do. Heard about something in the works, maybe. Sony need to ruddy well announce something. Yeah, is what needs to happen. Then maybe I'll I'll, I'll feel slightly more um, ambivalent about the Wipeout Rush card game. Yeah, I do yeah. want to play it. I will play it. By the way, you will. I I sort of can't not. Yeah, All I right, will. Fair play. I will. Mm. Um, but yeah, very yeah. Mm. Uh, God <laughs> God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Apparently, right? Yeah, He's, yeah. Uh, going to conclude the series' Norse storyline. So I am to take from that that the storyline overall will probably continue, just that the Norse segment of it uh, will be concluded. Speaking in an interview with Captain Cuba... Uh, studio director Corey Barlog explained that the team uh, have spent a long time with the Norse story saying, one of the most important reasons is the first game took five years to make. The second game, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm just going to throw out that it's going to take close to a similar time. 
And then if you think, wow, a third one in that same length of time, we're, t- we're talking about a span of 15 years on a single story, and I feel like that's too stretched out. Uh, Bar- mm. Barlog continued, uh, I feel I feel we're asking too much to say, you know, the actual completion of that story taking that long. It just feels too long. And given where the team was at and, and where Eric, well, Eric, d- the director, by the way, uh, Eric Walker? Yeah. I feel Eric like it's Williams. Ferguson? Eric Williams, yes. Yeah, well yeah. done. Um, uh, where Eric was at uh, with what he wanted to do and I, I was like look I think we can actually do this in the second story um, so yeah he said we could he, he, basically you know Ragnarok that's the end times uh, yeah. as regards Norse mythology so yeah it's going to be two games following Kratos' little Norse saga would you make of that would you would you rather three um, well I mean, yeah I, I guess, but if they've but if they've told their story in the space of two games, that's fine, and they can always take Kratos to another pantheon of gods and myth, can't they? Well, there's, that's there's why if that. you had if you had the choice now, and someone said to you, "All right, Rich, we'll do you a third Norse game or two Norse games, and then we'll give you another one, but we go to Egypt," what would you say then? I'd be like, "Yeah, go to Egypt, brilliant." Okay, fair give enough. Me, give and me, and I think, you know, give me Kratos killing Anubis or something. Brilliant. Kratos versus Ra. Yeah. Oh man, right, yeah. good and, stuff. You know, they could do that. They could, in fact, actually, wasn't there some sort of rumours that that was? But like, they, I think the, uh, my brain cells are s- sort of sparking together. Weren't they going to do that? But then they decided to do Norse. There was like an Easter egg in one of them where, in like a treasure room. Oh, maybe it was in God of War twenty eighteen. Yeah, like it a was. Ro- yeah. A room filled I, with treasure. Where I you took saw a photo it. of that actually. Yeah, I remember seeing it and thinking, oh. What's this? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I did take a, a sort of dodgy off-screen photo with my phone. Um, I can't remember whether I used it and did a news story now. But yeah, no, it, that did occur to me. And I was like, oh, that's that's actually quite cool. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm 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 fine with it. You know, I'm actually. By the way, right now, mm-hmm. uh, in in a very kind of back burner way, uh, I'm playing through the God of War games. I've completed the first one, and I'm uh, a nice chunk through God of War two. I was replaying God of War 1 uh, mm. years and years ago mm. and I discovered that the triggers on the DualShock 3 mm. made it very, very difficult to do the stupid uh, spiky box puzzle thing. So I, I had to stop there. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. I'd done it before. I yeah. did it originally on the PS2. I, I you know, romped mm. through that game originally. But for oh, some yeah. reason, those springy, horrible triggers that you they were they were off. they were awful weren't couldn't, they I, I couldn't do it no and didn't they do you remember when they sort of curved if you like put them down on a flat surface sometimes yeah. you like press the buttons by accident because they sort of yeah, they, they were sort, sort of curved of, um, under yeah. yeah absolutely ludicrous yeah and i was just playing it on um i've got them on got on the hd one on the vita and i've also got them on the uh, nice ps ps now but I'll make my way through. Uh, last but not least, this might well be one for you, actually, given our recent Wolverine adamantine shenanigans. Um, <laughs> Marvel vs. Capcom 2 Remaster. Oh. Possibly, possibly. Calm yeah. down. All right? I know, I know, I know, I know. Calm down. Uh, apparently ready to enter discussion phase, says Digital Eclipse. Uh, they've confirmed it's looking to enter discussions with Capcom and Disney, because remember, obviously, it's Disney now as well, mm. uh, about giving Marvel versus Capcom 2 the remaster, the remaster treatment. That, 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 that studio is, by the way, uh, behind Blizzard Arcade Collection and Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Um Speaking to Gamer Hub TV, uh, Mike Mika 
stated that the studio had recently raised over $10 million in an investment pitch and asked yeah. investors which properties they want to see return. And as you can probably guess, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, high on the list. He says, quote, I didn't know what I was getting into. I can't even read my public email or any of my Twitter DMs without having to sift through hundreds of hashtag free MVC2 messages from people, which is amazing. Yeah, Yeah. And he he says, it's amazing, but it's like, oh my God, he said. The reaction was incredible, and I know that Disney and Capcom uh, have seen that loud and clear, and we've begun some discussions. Um, But, of course... You know, he says parts of that, they're owned by two diff- really different, really massive entities that have a lot of reasons why they would want or not want to do some of that that we're yeah. not privy to. So all we can do is just make the best case possible and try to make it easy for them and see if they're interested. So, you know, fingers crossed. But, you know, that that was a great video game, right? Oh, I love it. I love it. I'll just apologise for my phone ringing briefly there. Elise was trying I to thought I me. heard a little, yeah. little thing. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I've actually had my eye on a copy on eBay oh, yeah. of Marvelous Capcom 2. Although I still have my digital copy on my Xbox 360, I think. I hope. Huh. Um, because I know they removed it from... Yeah, digital did. storefronts back in was it 2013 yeah but i think if you'd already bought if it was on your list you could yeah. you, could, you could you can still download it right is that yeah is that, yeah am I right? you, what i would ideally like to see would mm. be some sort of um collection of uh, sort of one and two and maybe sort of uh, marvel superheroes as well and uh oh yeah man you know just chuck them all in i, I would oh. pay good money for uh sort of um remastered collection yeah. of all of them. Absolutely. Because Do you know, they I are didn't... exorbitant on eBay. I mean, a proper yeah. rip-off. Yeah. It's yeah. ridiculous. It, like Children uh, of the Atom, you know, chuck them oh, on. Oh, Children of the Atoms. Yeah. I mean, that, that was the one for Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, isn't there um, Capcom versus X-Men as well? Isn't that a... Yeah. Yeah, there's an X-Men one. There's um, yeah. oh, there's also one... Um, was it? Was there a bloody? Am I? Was there a Switch exclusive one? Was it like Marvel versus Capcom three or something? Just like only came out on the Switch. No, are you thinking of Ultimate Alliance? Oh God, I am. Yeah. yeah. What's the di- hang on? What's the difference? Ultimate Alliance is a sort of action RPG thing. It's not a oh, fighting the top, game. The top down yeah. one where you assemble the team. No, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, I know the one. I know the one. No, I, I, that's what I want. A collection. A collection would just be great. Yeah. Really, really good. You can play Ultimate Marvelous Capcom 3 on Xbox via backward compatibility. Uh, and yeah, PS4 yeah. as well, I think. Didn't it come to... Yeah, it, can, it did. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I you mean, know... it's you, not that it's not out there. It's just like this one was an all-time... Or like this one is especially looked back on by people yeah. as like, oh, man, you know, that was kind of... I'd be all for it, uh, you know, obviously. But, uh, well, we, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Well, I just they, say, if, you, if you're going to do it, give us a collection... Give us an all singing, all dancing collection, and I will. You know, you'll make me part with a significant amount of cash for that. He, he will. He'll do it. He's definitely, mental. definitely. But, and I think a lot of people would be with me on that. Well, do you, do you know, I think a lot of people would agree with me when I say that if you want to bring back Marvel versus Capcom as a sort of card-based mobile endeavor, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, then good. I then then actually, you know, I I would be up for that. So yeah. Sort of at, so, at the expense of yeah no yeah no 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 yeah, a, d- d- yeah don't don't do the normal one yeah. forget the normal one just do this one yeah, yeah. absolutely I'd say yeah, that yeah, about yeah. all games yeah 
Yeah, yeah I think you could. I think you could extend that. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. It's uh, it's about time for the questions. So you know, I thought you were about to say some... quiz. I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> even though I forewarned you, you're still on edge about the whole thing. <laughs> I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we got some. We got some good stuff to get through. So you know, bear bear with. Red light, load of cars in a line. I want to cross to the off-license. Guys coming up to the light, coming up too fast. It's a wreck, what's your plan? It's a wreck, what's your plan? He gives me a beep. What do you mean? He gives me a beep. Where are you going to go? He gives me a beep. He was gesticulating in his car. He gives me a beep. Threw my hands up and he didn't beep again. He was a Questions, theories, comments, queries, and quandaries. You've been sending and them in. I'm and hoping been... some tepid takes. Better be some bloody oh, we, tepid we, takes, we, mate. Forget about it. We got some tepid takes, all right. Oh. Uh, first one from Michael. Leo, this one's not a tepid take. But it's just a you know an interesting point. Uh, yeah. Why do horror games seem to go up in price more than any other genre? Any time I look to add some PS2 horror game or or any other retro horror right. game to my collection, they seem to be worth like a hundred plus quid. Uh, and unlike other genres of games, they never seem to drop again. I agree with this. It's weird and it's a phenomenon and I agree with it. And I think it's because they printed... Uh, f- they print. It's not uh, an overwhelmingly popular genre. I think the 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 giants at the top of the genre, your Resident Evil fives, and your you know, which I think up until Monster Hunter World was like the best-selling Capcom game ever. Yeah. Um, which is mad when you think about like Street Fighter Two in all of its many I guises. Know. And, I know. But anyway, anyway, other than that, I think horror, much like stealth, um, isn't. You know, like often isn't your sort of most bankable genre. I and would I think throw a- um, certain fighting games into that pile. Because, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, possibly. Yeah, same yeah, issue yeah. as well. If you if you immerse yourself in eBay like I've been doing, you'll find that there are mm. some fighting games that are just going for silly money. Yes, and speaking specifically to Michael's point on PS2 games, you know there were some where they're very, very rare because they didn't make any at all, like 50,000 copies. There was a game... Oh, no, what was that game where you were the, the, the girl in the castle and it was, like, lots of Clock the stuff? No, no. Oh, it, no. It, it came from the DNA of Clock Tower. It had a bonkers name and she had a dog with her. And, like, oh, loads of... God, yeah. Yeah, loads of stuff that, that was in the design documents for Resident Evil 4 ended up in this game including like the crazy castle that sort of floated in the air which you can right. there's like there's like a video you can see leon running around that castle anyway it it turned into that game and i always bloody well forget what they what they're um what it what it was called but that game is is worth like loads of money um if, if you, haunting, haunting ground gra- haunting ground yes known in japan as demento yeah. what and it, 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 yeah, yeah, Demento, uh, which is a real kind of um, uh, like Suspiria style uh, title, Demento. Uh, who's the guy that did Suspiria? I'm drawing a complete blank. Is it Dario Argento? Dario Argento. It's uh, yeah, Demento sounds like a like a kind of Argento yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, it came. Haunting Ground came from Clock Tower. Um, uh, they, they they sort of pinched a, uh, quite a few of the mechanics in it from Clock Tower Three. Do you want a uh, do you want a copy of uh, Haunting Ground oh, off yeah. eBay? Go uh, on. Fifty quid, fifty <laughs> quid, mate. 
<laughs> well, there you go. There you go. And I think, Michael, I think that's why. I think it's because they produced fewer copies. I think it's basically as simple oh, as that. So That's without a know. manual as well. What? Yeah. But it's a real sort of curio. Like people, and people sort of, uh, there are, I've read some things about Haunting Ground. Apparently it's, it's excellent uh, in some parts and okay. stupid in other parts. Like a sort of quintessential kind of almost like a Capcom style thing where it's like really, really scary, stupid moment, really, really scary, stupid moment. <laughs> it right. reminds me, reminded me a bit of dead to rights. Cause he had, a, he had a sort of dog that followed him around, didn't he? Here you go, um, mate. Here's one for you. Mm. If you want haunting ground, uh, us, UK and Japanese discs all in one mm. bundle, 2,800 quid. <laughs> Got a spare 2,800 quid. Bargain, knocking about. bargain, bargain. Good, Forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this from Joseph Murphy following on from last week's debate about chocolate in the fridge how do you guys feel about ketchup or other condiments in the fridge also I'm all aboard the fridge train he says uh, as you can see and he sent a picture uh, of, of, of various uh, condiments in the uh, in the door of his fridge and then he said fuck <laughs> the haters Rich where do you stand on that right. uh, ketchup I, I don't I'll just say I don't like ketchup uh, in the fridge I like it room temperature but where do you where do you I like ketchup room temperature and before meeting Elise, I kept the ketchup in the cupboard. Yeah. But Elise insists on it being in the fridge, so I have to defer to um, to her. But it's like you go into a greasy spoon, they don't stick it in the fridge. No. It's out on the table. No. No. No, I don't, I don't. I don't like it. It's the coldness is weird when you yeah. when it's with when it's yeah. I Cold just, ketchup on a hot chip. It's just <laughs> wrong. Doesn't work. That was oddly poetic. Yeah. Cold ketchup on a hot chip. Oh, I, I might spin something out of that. Yeah, you should. You yeah. should. Uh, I'm not really on the fridge train. Um, ketchup. Yeah, it's 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 room temperature for me. I think. I agree. Oh, and even even yeah. Well, anyway. We might have lost that listener now. Sorry. No, he's, 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 Joseph will bounce back from there. He'll be back. He'll be back. Uh, Stephen Tudor, good name, good name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you don't mock Tudor. That's good. Uh, yeah. Sir, Sir Richmond, he says, which so he's, oh. he's given us, put a sort of gallant spin on yeah. your nickname. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I like it. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, well, mm. That's good, that. Sir Richmond has stated he's a bit of a board game fan. What's his favourite board game? And... Video game to board game conversions are a big thing. Uh, so what video game would he like to see made Ooh. into a board game? First things first, Rich, favourite board game? Do you well, have one? Elise has a couple of friends. I mean, they're my friends as well, I should say, in <laughs> case they're listening, which they're almost certainly not. Um, yeah, they, they come round and we'll play board games together. So we've been, we have a cycle of board games that we kind of revolve in and out. So Code mm. Names is one of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard of Code it, not played good. it. It's good, it's good. Uh, ticket to Ride is a staple. A mm. uh, bit of uh, Catan. That'll, Settlers. Uh, Settlers of Catan. Up. Yeah, that'll the, pop up To the uninitiated. Again. Yeah. Indeed. yeah, 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 uh, yeah someone yeah, called Dixit yeah. that might... Dixit's you know, good, isn't it? It's run. weird. It's, um, it is weird. But if you're... if it, It's incredibly satisfying, Dixit, when it goes right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. I really do. I do like that. Have you ever played King of Tokyo? I haven't, no. Good but maybe that's fun. one we should add to the circulation. Istanbul yeah. is another. Oh, I've not played that one. Istanbul's quite good. Um, Splendor, which is well, a Hang on of... a minute. You can't... So, gun to your head. I'm getting out the Snubnose 30. Oh, my again. God. Oh, Bang, go. right to the temple. You know what you're in for. Give me one. All right, well, 
Splendor was a surprise because it was a game that was introduced to me and I was like, this looks rubbish. What is this? Mm. And it's named after a sort of synthetic sugar substitute. <laughs> well, exactly. That too. So that's not a good early sign, but go so on. You, it's, a, it's a bunch of counters with different coloured gems on them and a bunch of cards <laughs> right. and it just looks yeah. needlessly complex. It looks silly, but it's very good Ooh. and it works really well and it's simple. It looks difficult, but it's simple, and it's. So is yeah, that your favourite board game of the moment? Let's of say. the moment, yeah, yeah. And I actually played it with my sister, and she went out and immediately bought a copy. So you know, Ooh, that's a that good tells time. you that tells you something. All right, what video game do you want to see made into a board game? Um, Yakuza. I don't know. You kind of you. <laughs> what video game made into a board game? That's the other direction, isn't it? So, what video game would he like to see made into a board game? Oh, that was the question. Okay, yeah, not yeah, board yeah. game made into a game. No, video no, t'other oh, way on. Then, yeah, Yakuza. What an amazing yeah. board game that could be. Imagine a little and like Camarocho. Camarocho on the board and everything. Yeah. Oh, man, that'd be That's fucking right nuts. for a board game adaptation. Yeah. That'd be all over. And it's already got some Monopoly shit in there. You know, you take over the confectionery company, you sort of raise its, yeah. its, its, its success to... Yeah. Oh, man, Well, Yakuza Zero, it. you could have the real estate stuff. All the real estate. You can have it yeah. all in there, man. Take the like, best bits, but it almost you know like the com- you could take the combat from like a dragon because it'd you actually could. sort of suit it, wouldn't it? I'd even take like Yakuza Monopoly or something. Just, Yakuza Monopoly would be good, but I want like yeah. an involved combat system from like a dragon, yeah. real estate investment, crazy mini games. Oh, mm. that'd be great. Uh, it's and got then potential. he says. Where he says, we've had this last question come up on our board game podcast. He's got a board game podcast. Okay. Poly, Polyhedron Collider. Uh, and then he said, uh, got to get a cheeky plug in if I can. Uh, common responses are XCOM, a proper version, he says in brackets, implying that there's not a very good uh, version of XCOM board game. Uh, and Syndicate, which makes sense, don't they? I mean, yeah, yeah. that would... That yeah. would be, a, a, anything turn-based as well. Think, oh, yeah, that would that would uh, mend itself. Yeah, get That'd me... Work. Camarocho the board game please um, you as well would you also agree or do you have a, a game yeah, in mind uh, Metal Gear I mean I really liked Metal Gear Acid so that bodes Mega. very well for a, for, a, for a board game I would turn that into I a would, board game I would not bloody say no to that you know I would mm. not say no at all yeah I'd be happy with a Metal Gear board game uh, this from uh, now I'll, I'll hang on Hurl L 89XB. Oh, actually, he does put his name at the end. His name's Paul. Okay, that's better. I'll I'll call him Paul. Uh, Hi, guys. Uh, A few weeks ago, you had a conversation about a friend of Josh's uh, saying it was possible to have a baby in in GTA San Andreas. Yeah. Uh, This brought me back, he says. Um, He says, I heard the same thing when I was in middle school. Yeah. And he says, uh, I remember Googling, or in those days, asking Jeeves, classic, excellent, uh, to find out how to do it, but ultimately had no success. And then he says, funnily enough, I am also from and still living in Bedford, like Josh oh. once did. The plot thickens. Was it a rumour uh, entirely well, contained in <laughs> Bedford? It could be. And he says, uh, and was wondering if this was a local rumour, uh, or did it did it stretch... Uh, nationwide. Well, Rich, you hadn't heard it, had you? When I said, well, I was out of school at that point. I was, um, I'd finished uni and I was living in deep dark Wales in two thousand four when it but, came. But out. even even so, though, I mean, it sort of it sort of feels like you know San Andreas was so massive. If there was such a rumor, it's like Bigfoot in San Andreas, right? 
Um, yeah, I Everyone. suppose I was. Well, that, I was a, very out of touch one. with with stuff then, though. Fair enough. I was. Fair yeah, enough. that that year, I kind of I knew I wanted to play San Andreas, but I don't remember buying much else. <laughs> I was actually selling off a lot of games. I seem to remember. Oh, I was buying which so I regret much. now. Well, I was asking for so many things for birthdays and such and such. Right. Um, yeah, he says. Anyway. He says, uh, thanks for the podcast, boys. It's probably my favourite. Cheers, Paul. Oh, um, thanks. I mean, apart could... from a slight element of doubt that it's probably... Yeah, there is a, there is a slight bit of doubt there, but what's uh, still that? nice. It's yeah. still nice, yeah. I think it could well be a local Bedford thing. I, since moving out of Bedford, I have asked a number of people if they are aware of the existence of chocolate toothpaste. Um, <laughs> And obviously the, the immediate response is laughter, uh, followed yeah. by a, are you okay in the head? Because that sounds bonkers and what on earth do you mean? No, Because you're not going to get a clean, you know, a good teeth clean with chocolate toothpaste. No, 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 no. It was, I think, made by, it was served in middle school to me anyway, and I think other middle schools. And it was a sort of shortbread base which was absolutely glorious you used to get it when you had hot dinners by the way in fact that along with the the marvel sponge cake was was the best reason to have a hot dinner chocolate toothpaste a sort of shortbread base with a chocolate goo on the top of it with the exact consistency of toothpaste i mean it was it was eerie and then you know, topped with a small squirt of whipped cream. Uh, absolutely delicious. And it was only when moving out of Bedford, and I casually said it to someone in a conversation, they said, chocolate toothpaste. And I actually asked my mum, and she was like, yeah, yeah, it's a Bedford thing. It was like invented by a dinner lady at either one middle school or a lower school or something. And it just grew and grew and grew. And it's like a little Bedford phenomenon that like is not outside in the outer world. So, this sounds like the fevered ravings of a of a madman, Josh. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, just, well, look, Paul, get back to me if you've... You know, if you're aware of chocolate toothpaste. Oh, he says also, P.S. Josh really spooked me uh, a little while back when he mentioned the Londis uh, on Tavistock Street on the pod. At the very same moment, (gasps) I was walking through the threshold of said shop. Freaked me out a little bit. That is weird. Yeah, spooky. So, a couple of questions for you, Paul. Number one. Were you trying to get some booze and you're actually underage? Because that's why a lot of people went into that Londis. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not going to include myself in that. I cannot. I cannot possibly comment on whether or not I did that. Um, uh, question number two: Have you heard of chocolate toothpaste? And have you heard of other people not hearing about chocolate toothpaste? When you say chocolate toothpaste, are you talking about squirty chocolate with the consistency of toothpaste, or actual chocolate toothpaste you'd brush your teeth with? No, the 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 the, the former, the former. As as I as yeah. I explained, it's oh, a, well, short, that makes sense. Short, you, a shortbread. If you say base. toothpaste, that, that well, implies it, it was it's... called. Well, that's why I said it's on a shortbread <laughs> thing, but right. it has the perfect consistency of toothpaste. That's why they right. called it that. Weird. You know. Okay. Um, yes. No. It wasn't an actual, t- and I did explain that. It sounds well, like that, but it wasn't. It's not a toothpaste. They, don't they you remember there was that. strawberry flavored kids toothpaste. Well, I do remember that, and yeah. there was the blue one as well, which which was not as yeah. good. But yeah, you know, that, I mean, they are cl- that is classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why we'll don't do- they make that for adults? I'd love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like don't assume that yeah. I'll grow out of that. You know, no, absolutely. That, not. That's not for you to assume. Um, <laughs> right, this last one mm-hmm. from uh, 
Now, which one shall I go with? Because we've got some, we've got some both here. Both. Um, <laughs> um, right, we'll do this one from Owen Pyle because this one annoyed uh-huh. me actually. So I've got to get this off the chest. Pyle. Pyle. <laughs> <laughs> he says. Uh, he says, stop complaining about the heat in the UK. And then oh. he goes, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having a go. He's having a go. You're, you're, you're yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're not gonna like this, right? He goes, stop complaining about the, the heat in the UK. What heat? He goes, come, oh. come to, come to Shanghai, where it's been thirty degrees, hum, like thirty humidifying degrees, twenty-four hours a day since June, except well, for this week when it's been a raging typhoon attacking us. He goes, I'd give anything for a fresh British twenty-five degrees, and then he says, right. and I don't know what this is in reference to. P.S. Another punk colon daft. Maybe we've been talking about punk that day. I can't remember. Cyberpunk. Oh yeah, because we were talking oh, about yeah. di- you were That's talking about punk. diesel punk having discussed yeah. uh, Shadow of the North Torch or whatever. That would be good um, as yeah. a style. Da- daft Punk. Daft Blended Punk. Blended together. Yeah. Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Just load, load of daft stuff, and then he signs yeah. off with Owen uh, in brackets, sweating in uh, Shanghai. Owen in Oof. Shanghai pile. Now I mean, my immediate uh, response, right? My yeah. just let me get this off my. So my sister. Um, lived in. She's she's a, a lawyer or a solicitor. Or, I can't. I can never remember what she she does. She's got her fingers in <laughs> so, many. So legal. Yeah. She she she's a legal eagle. Uh, yeah. If you're listen, if you're listening to this, uh, apologies. I don't know your specific designation, but I'm going to refer to her as the legal eagle because it sounds yeah. cool. And there was a good movie called Legal Eagles. Um, I thought you were going to say if you're listening, uh, I can't remember your name. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she, we've drifted apart. Yeah. No, but she went. She was living in New Orleans for I think six months or ten months or something, and she mm-hmm. was. And obviously in New Orleans, I mean it's a swamp town. It's it's Louisiana. And she lived in the house of the rising sun. There's a house was, in New Orleans. She was. There. She was. Yeah. No, she was. That is yeah. where she stayed. Mm-hmm. And um, and she said it was mental. Obviously, when she first got there, but she also said I think it was like two months in or like. <laughs> Something like that, yeah, like like eight weeks or something. Yeah. She just woke up one day, and it just it, something had just switched in her body, and she just acclimatized to it, and like oh. sudden suddenly one day she just wasn't sweating, and it and in fact she was just like wearing like little cardigans and stuff, and she was like, yeah, it's weird, like you just. You, you you just acclimatise to it if you're there I, con- like consistently mm. and for long. It's like if you just watch any movie or any TV show set in Los Angeles, California, and there are plenty of those shows about, just note in scenes of blazing sunlight just the jumpers and jackets and hoodies that the characters are wearing. Yeah. Like It is just a thing that you don't really think about. My point would be the problem in England is the inconsistency. The reason we complain is the same with the snow. The reason it completely bogs us down is because it's so inconsistent. It's cold one day and hot the next. So we can't acclimatise to it, Owen. You know, you're over there in Shanghai. You say you're sweating. I don't know why you've not acclimatised to it. Maybe you've got air con in your... I don't know what you're working with over there. But I would still complain over it because, look, if it was 25 all the time... We get used to it, but it's not. It's, it's bloody rain in one moment, and then it's not humid, and then it's too yeah. bright outside, but actually it's cold, and you go to put a hoodie on, but then by the time you get to the Tesco, you're actually just sweating, and you're like, what the fuck is going I mean, on? as an addendum, I'd like to say, I don't envy Owen sweating his, you know, danglies off in Shanghai. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I wouldn't want to be doing that. 
He says he's sweating. I think he just wants to give us a hard time. Why haven't Why haven't you acclimatised, Owen? Answer me that. What's going on with <laughs> oh, that? Oh, you're having to go back. Jeez. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't like it when people tell me I can't complain about stuff. As you know, I well, love complaining about stuff. Uh, yeah, me, me too. Me and too. the beginning of this podcast is proof of that. Owen, what's yeah. your experience in restaurants over there in Shanghai? Do they give you what you want, or do they give you a load of salad on, like under yeah, the more eggs? complaints, more complaints Get from some, listeners. Come on, send them in. Yeah, send more whinging. Yeah, give us a bit a big a big win. <laughs> yeah, more whinging. Come on. Oh right, right. listen, uh, that'll just about do us. We got hold on, we got hold, on, we got hold, on hold on, hold on. No oh, tepid takes. We have no oh, tepid takes. Oh, look, you can have one. All right. Northern Monkey, again, brilliant name. Are you withholding the tepid takes? I, no, well, I can't <laughs> believe it. <laughs> right, look. Comment, subcategory, tepid take. This this one's for you, Rich. Thanks. Uh, Cyberpunk was a bit of a letdown, wasn't it? Um, I didn't play it enough. Uh, yeah, I suppose it was for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is it a tepid was. take, especially no, like... Look. Almost right. a year after the fact, but yeah. He's right, he's right, it was. And I was just thinking this the other day, uh, I was on a walk, and I was thinking to myself, if that game, I, like, cards on the table, I really enjoyed Cyberpunk, and I thought it was really sad about that launch, and it was sad for many reasons, and one of the lesser reasons, or less important reasons that it was sad, is because it meant that we couldn't just have a conversation about the game itself, which had many merits, and, you know, many yeah. shortfalls. Even so... Hypothetically, if it had launched with no issues, I have a theory that it would still be faintly underwhelming, um, taking into account the unbelievable hype. And I think, you, Rich, you're actually quite a good test case for that because bugs to one side... So- I mean, it wasn't actually the bugs that made you... You no. kind of bounced off it anyway. I remember talking yeah. to you at the time and you were like, yeah, it's good. It's, I, know, I had <laughs> the most minor of bugs and I was just yeah. like, it's fine. I, I'm not. It's not... I'm not swept up in it. It's not kind of, um, yeah, pulled me yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, I did just sort of bounce off it. I feel like maybe the um, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5 release might be an excuse to go back and give it another Hopefully, chance. Hopefully, um, if they bundle that up with some DLC, because we know they're working yeah. on uh, free DLC. Yeah, no, and I've said that before as well. Look, when it comes out on, them, on those consoles, maybe that'll be a nice sort of chance to <sighs> sort of talk about it again. And, yeah, you know, but, see um, where it is. See yeah, where see where it is. And yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, 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 on the whole, I think that I think it's fair to say, yeah, a bit of a letdown. It wasn't, it wasn't the great, the greatest game ever. Then it changed everything and changed the industry forever. And <laughs> it, was, mm, no, it exactly. was a decent, you know, competent sort of open world RPG that did what it did well, and yeah, you know, did some other stuff fairly poorly, and unfortunately had a crummy launch. Anyway, that will you, just... You were going to hold that back. You were going to hold well, that back, that tepid take. Look, all right, you wheedled it out of me, but we've still got a load of questions that I've had to hold until next week. We've got, we got loads, so, you know, if anyone wants to send in any more tepid takes, Rich is gagging for them. So send, yeah. send them in and we'll we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about them. Um, in the meantime, Twitter is fine by me, at Joshy Wise, at RichieW82, at VideoGamer.com. Uh, questions, theories, and comments and queries, send them in. Tweet us, videogamer.com, or uh, email me your rambles, which many do. Um, mm-hmm. Podcast at videogamer.com. In the meantime, 
Don't bother with Snapchat. Don't bother with Instagram. You can go on LinkedIn if you want. Go on videogamer.com is what you want to do uh, for all your video gaming needs. Leave some comments. Check out the sexy redesign. I mean, it's a pretty established redesign now, but that yeah. doesn't make it any less sexy. You head yeah. on over to xboxachievements.com. Check out Rich's preview for, um, for Mar- Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, also PlayStation available Trophies. on PlayStation. Org. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, beat you to yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. thought yeah. I was going to forget. Ye I of did, little I did, faith. I did. Ye of little faith. Also, Thanks little... to Adam B. Oh, Adam sorry. B. I'm always doing yeah, that. Yeah, all right, all right, sorry. I was trying to Andy squeeze the thing B. in. You can squeeze the thing in a minute, but all hang right. on. Andy B, not Adam B, Adam Cook and Colin Mahern. It's a it's a tongue twister that one. Uh, but th- but thanks to them for the musical stings. What are you squeezing in there, Rich? Just a little tip of the hat to John Paul Mullally, who said he's been listening to the podcast from the start and that you and I are killing it. So that's nice. Where'd you get to that hear. from? Where'd you get that from? Uh, it was a little message sent to me on Twitter. You're talking about the really? Twitters. I thought it was relevant. So thank that's you nice to him. That. How come I didn't? Uh, what, was that a DM? You mean? No, it was a sort of direct reply to something I said. Oh, well, thanks, thanks to John. Thank you very much, John. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's lovely to hear. See, anyway, aren't you glad, will... aren't you glad I squeezed that in? <laughs> yes, and you're glad I squeezed in the tepid take. Yes, thank you. So you know, so, give and take there. Given, given tepid take. Given tepid yeah. take. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll see you. Well, we won't see you, but we'll talk at you again in a week's time. Hopefully, mm. with some more tepid takes and possibly with some more complaining. Depends if Look I get out any more restaurants and. So. The return of the quiz. Indeed, indeed. But it's goodbye from me, goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich. Goodbye.